You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. Welcome to WWT News 5 Today Daily Dose. Uh, we're starting our morning with a ton of headlines like we do every morning. Uh, Wednesday morning, though, middle of the week. Colin Mayfield, Fletcher Keel, Megan Mitchell is here with us, diving right in with gas prices that hit an all-time high. The national average is 437, and we've been seeing prices all over, really, the region uh, from 419 all the way up to even to 439, or 449, that BP in Coryville. This time last year, it was around 250. No, I'm sorry, not 259. It was around $3 a gallon, right under $3 a gallon. So this is a lot different uh, than what we saw a year ago. Indiana, the same corner, had three different stations with three prices: 419, 429, 439. So, like I said, look around, look across the street, and uh, maybe check Gas Buddy. There are some apps out there that you can kind of look at, uh, look at different prices around the region. Right, and it felt like that this jump in prices kind of happened overnight. Uh, yeah. There's a UDF by my house in Norwood that was about 413, and then uh, when I was coming home from work one day, and then when I was headed here at about 430, it was at 430 something. So yeah. a literal overnight jump in. We only had set a new gas record, what, two months ago, so now we're re-breaking records that were already set this year. And for anybody that's like, what is the government doing about this? I think President Biden is coming out and saying, hey, you know, we're trying to, you know, make sure that there are stockpiles of oil in the U.S. that are being tapped into to try and lower these prices, especially with what do we always say? The summer blend. The right. summer blend, blend is more expensive. So hopefully those can go down quickly because as we know, when stock price or when gas prices rise, they don't fall nearly as fast. That's right. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah that's true. Last time we were this high, it was like 420 something and it took like two or three weeks for it to get down to that 414 yeah. that we were kind of like, oh, that's cheap now. Right. And then again, overnight, just going back up to 430, a new record. Yeah, yeah. so that national average there. Um, we're also talking about, you know, with all the inflation, ga high gas prices, people are also dealing with uh, home crunch and mortgage rates rising at the same time as all of this. So it's harder people to buy homes, find homes. The market seems to be smaller, but then you have mortgage rates climbing. So for some folks, you know, their rates were pretty good, and that's maybe why they bought the home in the first place. Right. And now uh, that home is looking a little bit more expensive. So it's a 30-year fixed rate that's actually going higher. It's now 5.36%. It's two points up from where it was a year ago. And um, it's, it's highest point where a lot of things are at the highest point, but this is the highest point it's been at the last decade. So uh, that's that just kind of understates where people are, especially in the economy that we're in. No, and I think another interesting point is that there has been an 11% drop in new mortgage applications because of this. Mm -hmm. Last year, I remember I actually applied for a home. It was $60,000 over what they bought for it two years before that. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, things are obviously really, really expensive right now. Right. One of the experts on our show today gave me some relief saying mm. that if you wait out 2022, maybe you can't, unfortunately, but if you do, it's looking like they'll cool down, summer down a little bit too. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always nice to hear something like that because once you're in it and gas prices, home prices, whatever, you're like, man, this is going to be the norm forever. Just yeah. you know, got to wait it out. We've been pretty good at waiting things out over the last couple yes. of years. So uh, hopefully that light will be at the end of that tunnel sooner rather than later. No so doubt. good no reassurance doubt. there, from, from, especially from an expert as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baby formula shortage uh, in America. A lot of moms have been talking about that. A lot of family groups. Uh, seen a lot of posts on Facebook about it. And back in February, the FDA uh, tried to recall a lot of Abbott formula, um, Abbott formulas, the specialty formulas, metabolic formulas. Um, they were seeing just some contamination concerns. Now they're looking at that and opening up um, the, the reserves or the people that have sent uh, those in, um, the Abbott Nutrition's uh, laboratory. 
uh, in Sturgis, Michigan. Um, that's where the facility where all these uh, contamination concerns kind of happened and, and that's where the center of it is. So on a case by case basis, they're going to release some products for people that are needing this. Uh, it's it's life saving. I mean, it's formula yeah. for babies. I mean, there's no two ways about it. And I think um, it really did cut down on the, on the supply when they had to do that back in February. A lot of folks are wondering what to do now, though. So um, parents trying to find other options. Yeah. And, you know, it is such an emotional issue, especially for women who maybe can't provide that themselves for their baby mm -hmm. to get that formula is that needed backup. And so the fact that they didn't have this and the fact that the FDA is now allowing this in certain cases, as you mentioned, Colin, I mean, this is a lifesaver. This is what they've been waiting for. I mean, we've had groups in our region that have been banding together to try and get one woman baby formula so that her baby wouldn't go hungry. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Good to see a community coming together like that. Yeah. yeah. And kind of goes to the point where I don't know if people necessarily know how many women this is impacting and how many yeah. families this is impacting. So this might be yeah. a bigger story than you might be hearing about one of the biggest stories around the country. Oh, All right, sure. so we're about to get a check of the forecast. Um, after that, we're gonna talk about some graduation financial advice uh, that we got from Meredith Stutz uh, this morning, because we know a lot of folks getting to that stage of life where you know college is shutting down for them, they're thinking about jobs, bills that are coming, and uh, how to pay for it all. That's a question that all of us have to deal with once we graduate. Let's go over to Randy, though, for the forecast. All right, well, you can see right now over top of Cincinnati, still some clouds, some clearer skies off in the distance, and we'll start the day with those clouds clearing out. Now, since they're around overnight, temperatures very mild, most places very close to 70 degrees to kickstart your Wednesday. By lunchtime, clouds are moving out. We'll be at 81 in this afternoon, low to mid 80s, and a little bit muggy, especially if you're in Cincinnati or areas to the west. Plan on hot, low 80s through the or start of the weekend. All right, so we said we're gonna talk about graduation financial advice. Uh, there's a lot of advice on, on tap, but the biggest part of this and what Meredith was talking about this morning was planning your spending accordingly, uh, especially based on you know where you're gonna be in life after graduation, whether you're gonna have a job, whether unfortunately a lot of folks have to go back to their parents, mm -hmm. maybe that's situation that, uh, that situation that I ended up doing, uh, but a lot of folks are in different boats and that's kind of why we had so many different options for folks. So if you want to go through some of the advice that we had and, and was oh, and yeah. gave people this morning. You know what's crazy is you look at the numbers between someone who puts something in their 401k when they're 35 years old versus mm -hmm. someone who does it when they're 25. Oh my goodness, you can make hundreds of thousands of more dollars by the time you retire. So those few years, those 10, 15 years, if you get into your 401k and start saving early, you are looking at so much more money for when you retire. So that is always a great option. Yeah. Yes. And some of us didn't even have a 401k until we were 25 or 26. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of the, biz the yeah. business of the business so that we're in. So that's one of them, um, <laughs> si signing up or being involved in your company's 401k retirement plan, considering opening a Roth or uh, Roth IRA. Uh, one area of budgeting, though, that we were telling people is tend to what you know your subscriptions are, mm -hmm. Netflix, HBO, Spotify, a lot of that can be you know $10 here or there, but once you add it up, it can be $100, $200, $300 a, a month that maybe you want to do away with. So, um, Gotta City watch that Link. F1, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, F1 is free. So that I thought it was on Netflix, Netflix, no? The, the, there's a TV oh, show a TV that chronicles show. it, Listen. and then the actual races yeah. are of on course. linear there television. There we go. Traditional <laughs> so CityLink is actually offering smart money programs to teach financial literacy. Mm -hmm. um, CityLink provides so many different programs, but that's specifically uh, going to help you with your finances. So hey, that is today's Daily Dose on this Wednesday. Colin Mayfield, Megan Mitchell, Mitchell Fletcher Keel. 
here for you. We'll be back tomorrow on this Thursday.